Great to be back. Who's glad to be back? Who thinks I'm a little bit loud and echoey? Yeah. I'll tell you what I do, so I'm just going to adjust my volume a little bit. Please hold. Hello, 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 hello. All right, we're good. We are good. How was everyone's break? Did everyone have a good break? Uh, did anyone else get burnt? Yeah, no. It's, it's, who, did, who didn't get burnt? Oh, man. <laughs> What's going on? What's the Samoan gets burnt? How's that work? Oh. Well, I hope you are. Uh, Man, I feel like we should give everyone who didn't get burnt a crunchy or something. It's been so hot lately. It's so hot, I'm surprised you guys didn't get burnt. Uh, but I hope you all had a great uh, break and a great time with our friends and family. We, we enjoyed uh, our time off, and oh man, I've just been loving this weather. Our sun's been out. Uh, our girls were really blessed this year. They got a 14-foot swimming pool. Uh, and so it's been hard. It's been hard starting back at work, uh, working from home. Uh, you know, a couple of hours underneath the um, gazebo, and then about 30 minutes in the pool, and then another couple of hours under the gazebo, and another 30 minutes in the pool. Uh, so I was just kind of easing myself back into uh, 2019. It's going to be a good year, amen. Uh, and I'm I am glad uh, to be back, and I'm believing that uh, for us here at Shore Elam, uh, it's going to be a great. Yeah, but let's just pray before we get into uh, the word this morning. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. Uh, Father, firstly, for who you are and for all that you've done in our lives. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are almighty, that you are faithful, that you are trustworthy. We thank you that we can lean into you, uh, Father, and know that, uh, Lord, that you keep us safe. Know that you'll lead us and that you'll guide us. And Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, the season that we've been able to have with friends and family. Father, we thank you, Lord, for keeping uh, us safe, for keeping those of us who have traveled uh, safe and well as we've gone to and fro. And we thank you, Lord, for bringing us all back together again uh, into this place where we can fellowship, uh, share life with one another, and encourage one another in our Christian walk. And so, Father, we just commit uh, this time, this year to you, Lord. I just pray that you would uh, use my words, Father, to speak to your people. Uh, Father God, let, uh, uh, Lord, let, just let your spirit move uh, in this place and, and uh, multiply this message individually and, individually and personally into every single heart this morning. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen, amen. So uh, every new year starts off with, uh, with certain things, and every new year kind of presents us with new opportunities and New optimism, uh, especially for those who haven't had quite the, the best year uh, last year, uh, presents us with new possibilities and new, uh, new changes uh, that are ahead. And it's kind of a shift from one chapter in our life into another. Everyone kind of gets that, uh, how we're kind of changing uh, into uh, a new season. And this year, uh, this year Debbie turns 40. Uh, I don't know if I was supposed to tell you that. <laughs> You guys were all going to find out later on anyway, so uh, this year Debbie turns 40. Um, Amy starts at Oriel College, uh, which is a really scary thing for us. Uh, you know, it's like, she's 10, how's, how's that work? Uh, and this year sees me taking on a different role uh, at Westcon, and so we're kind of 
by nature, everyone decides that at the turn of the new year, it's time for a change and things uh, need to change. And so you may have entered the, the new year with some New Year's resolutions and made some new uh, goals for the year to do something more, to do something new and different, uh, or to do, uh, or maybe to stop doing something, uh, all in the hope that uh, what we do do kind of changes and adds a bit of growth to our life. Uh, and hopefully God's right at the center of that. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, resolution uh, a little later on in the message. But at the beginning of every year, the verse that always comes to my mind uh, is Psalm 65, verse 11. And it says, it says this about God. It says, you crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. Man, I love that verse. And you know, that verse is talking about, in its context, it's talking about how God provides everything the earth needs. He provides water for the land. He provides the rain uh, for, uh, for the grass to grow. And that provides food uh, and crops for, for man and for, uh, for cattle. And uh, that, that, that verse kind of naturally leads me to start then thinking about Matthew, uh, 20, Matthew 6, verse 26, where Jesus says, you know, consider the birds of the air. They don't sow anything, they don't reap anything, uh, they, they don't store anything in their barnyards, yet your Father in heaven gives them everything they need. And uh, what I love about that verse is what Jesus says right at the very end. He says, are you not more valuable, speaking of man, than they? So God who provides everything uh, for the land, God who provides everything for the animals and for those creatures who can't really fend for themselves, is a God who thinks we are more valuable to be provided for than them. And so I believe that God uh, wants us to be fulfilled in every area of our life, both this year and in the years to come. And I believe He wants us to be fulfilled in our phys- uh, He wants us to be fruitful, sorry, uh, fruitful in our physical bodies, which 1 Corinthians tells us are a temple of the Holy Spirit. I believe he wants us to be fruitful in our mind, which Romans 12 tells us uh, needs to be renewed so then transformation can happen. And I believe he wants us to be fruitful in our spirit, which Proverbs 20, 27 tells us is the lamp of the Lord shedding light into our inner soul, into our inner beings. And so my prayer is that God will bring uh, increase to uh, every area of our lives, every one of these areas uh, of our lives, into our ministries, into our faith, into our relationship with Him as we continue to be led uh, by the Holy Spirit in a greater way. Amen. And so this morning I want to share um, a quick message simply called Three Hours. It's probably already up there, isn't it? Three Hours for 2019. And uh, last year, I think I had three Ps. Uh, it's, it's just happened by chance that I had three Ps and then three Rs. But I thought, actually, that's a great way. I'll just work my way through the alphabet. And then I've got like 24 years worth of stuff uh, to cover me for uh, the first service back. Uh, but two, three, three Rs for 2019. Uh, and I'm not talking about reduce, reuse, and recycle. Uh, nor am I talking about rest, relaxing, and rejuvenation. Uh, as much as we all would love uh, that one, yes. Uh, but I want to talk this morning uh, about revelation, resolution, and resilience. Not as exciting as rest, uh, relaxing, and rejuvenation, but uh, very fruitful, I believe. And we're going to get straight into our points this morning, if you're taking notes. And point number one is to seek 
godly revelation. Seek godly revelation. Here's what I mean by that this morning. Ask God to reveal what he wants for your life. Ask God to reveal to you what he wants for your life. And I think it's not just something we should be asking at the beginning of a new year as we're looking at what's ahead. It's something we can be asking all year round. God, reveal to me what you want uh, for my life. You know, in Matthew's uh, in Matthew 16, the disciples are hanging around and kind of doing what they do, uh, whatever it was they did. Uh, they kind of talked a lot and ate and drank a lot. Uh, they're standing around and Jesus asks them this. He says, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So Jesus asks the question, and, Simon, and in Simon's response is revealed uh, this truth that Jesus is the Messiah. And that is the key truth uh, in this passage, that Jesus is the Son of God that Jesus is the promised Messiah that they've all been waiting for. And this, this truth is revealed uh, through Simon. But what I want to touch on this morning uh, in our first point is where this revelation comes from. Where we're being told in this verse the revelation has come from. It hasn't come from Jesus. Jesus simply added light to it. It certainly didn't come from Simon Peter. But the revelation, as Jesus says here, came from the Father who is in heaven. A truth revealed to Simon Peter by God. You know, I believe that God still speaks, that God still reveals truth about himself, that God still reveals uh, his plan and his purposes for our life, that God still reveals his paths and his ways for us today and every day. If we're willing to listen if we're willing to hear it, and if we're willing to receive it. You know, we make plans for our lives, and uh, if you're anything like me, you've made many already. And uh, we, we lay out a path for uh, the year, and we dream dreams, and we make New Year's resolutions and new goals uh, for where we're kind of heading. And my encouragement this morning is to start the year off, uh, as we start the year off, is to simply seek first God's revelation. And allow God to reveal his path for you. Allow God to reveal his will for your steps. Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. You know, whenever God reveals a truth uh, for our lives, and I've seen this to be true for myself, um, especially when it's, uh, when it's something that's, intention, purposed to reset you and realign you with God's purpose. Uh, I believe that its purpose uh, is to bring a vision and to bring direction that will ultimately lead you to transformation and to change. You know, whenever we set ourselves a vision, whenever we set ourselves a path, the intention of it is to set a new direction and a new destination. 
But I want to suggest this morning that God knows the destination. God knows the direction that he wants us to be walking in. God knows the transformation and the changes that we need in our lives. So your first point for all of 2019 is to seek godly revelation. And how do we do that? I believe we do that by seeking first his kingdom, seeking first God's will and his righteousness. Amen? So having had God reveal his plan, uh, there are two actions that uh, I believe should follow. The first action in our second point this morning is to make a resolution. Here's what a resolution is. It's defined as a firm decision to do or not to do something. That's what a resolution is. A firm decision to do something or a firm decision not to do something. Has anyone ever made a resolution before? I think most of us have. Some of us may have made some already uh, for this year. And again, uh, like New Year's, uh, like New Year's uh, resolutions and like revelations, uh, resolutions don't just have to happen at the beginning of a year. They're not just the New Year thing. Uh, you know, we, we're doing them all the time right throughout the year. We're making new decisions to do something new and to change something. And I believe that uh, one time where we really need to start making new resolutions, that's what we're up to, isn't it? The one time that we should really start making new resolutions is, is when we get a new God revelation. So when God reveals something to you about your life, when God reveals uh, something about you that needs to change or something in you that God wants to grow or that God wants to bring, bring increase to, when God reveals something like that, it often requires a resolution to do something. Now, when God does that, uh, especially when it's um, bringing change and transformation to our lives, we're probably going to have to uh, make some firm decisions about what's going to happen next. It's like, okay, God, well, what am I going to do now? And another good question to ask is, well, God, what do I need to stop doing? And what do I need to give up doing? And, you know, the temptation is always to kind of wait. Kind of wait. I love waiting. I, I'm an extreme introvert. So I, I enjoy to just sit and think. I'm also a deep thinker. Um, so, you know, I'm quite happy just to have time by myself and, and just wait. I, I love to wait. And uh, the temptation when God says, you need to do this, is to just go, okay, God, let's just, do, okay, God, let's just wait for God, however that's, that works. Or let's just, I just want to wait, God, and see if you're going to put everything in place perfectly for me. To move. Anyone else know what I'm talking about? Or am I on my own? But if God has revealed a path for you, you know, if God has spoken, uh, then the question that, that I think you should ask, and the question I always ask of myself is, what are you waiting for? If God says go, then I say, what am I waiting for? Because it takes a lot of faith to go without knowing. It takes a lot of trust to go because he says to go without knowing what it looks like ahead of us. But there's only two real answers to choose from. Yes and no. 
And I think we've got to be weary of the fact that sometimes there's no in-between. And I know that often I've made the waiting and I've gone, I'll wait. And my wait is really just an, an, a, a, it's really just a no. And all it does is it just brings frustration and, and uh, you know, frustration and wasting time till you eventually get to the point where you end up saying yes to God anyway. But if God has spoken, uh, do yourself a favor, trust him, say yes, and then get going. Trust in the Lord your God, say yes, and then get going. Simon Peter gets this revelation about Jesus. And then Jesus says to him in Matthew 16, verse 18, And also I say to you, speaking to Peter, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. From this revelation that Peter's received from God, that Jesus is the Messiah, comes a resolution comes this call, comes this firm decision that upon that revelation about Jesus, the church is to be built. That from that revelation about who Jesus is, the church is to be built. You know, Peter embraced uh, Jesus' mission as quickly as any of the other 12, uh, any of the other uh, disciples did. Uh, he was often the first to act. Uh, he was often the first to speak uh, and you know, he, he was often the first to get knocked back and knocked down for speaking. Uh, but he, he embraced the mission of the church that was now to be built on this revelation that he'd received from God. And in verse 19, Jesus promises divine authority to Peter, saying, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And in the infancy of the church, as the church begins to unfold uh, uh, towards the end of Jesus' ministry and Jesus' time on earth, Peter plays a key leadership role in building the church in Jerusalem. Going from having received this revelation from God to a firm decision to be a key part of building the church of God. And then finally this morning in point three, we need to be resilient. But the word resilient is defined as the capacity to recover quickly. It's having a toughness. It's having some bounce back. You know, God never promised us that life uh, was going to be easy. Following Jesus doesn't mean that we're going to have an easy ride. I think many of us already understand that. That even as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, we still get knocked around, we get knocked down, uh, we get knocked back, and we even sometimes get knocked out. By life, by its challenges, by its circumstances, and sometimes even by others. 
Hebrews 10, verse 36. We read, for you have need for, of endurance. You have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. We have need for endurance. We have need for resilience in our lives. For some of that capacity to recover and to endure. We need some of uh, that resilience to get back on track when you get hit a little bit by life. We need some of that bounce back in our spirits to get up and get and keep going so we can fulfill and continue doing what God has called us to do, to continue to fulfill God's will in our life. You know, Simon Peter was a classic example. So he gets this revelation. And Jesus kind of affirms him and says that he's hearing directly from God. Not long after he receives that revelation, Jesus says, I'm going to fulfill the will of the Father. And I'm going to be crucified and I'm going to die. And so Simon Peter, who's often the first to speak, he says, Jesus, that's not, that's not going to happen to you. I've got a sword. I'm going to chop the ears off. He says, we'll fight for you. We won't let that happen. And then Jesus goes, get behind me and calls him Satan. So he's gone from being the one who receives revelation to being called Satan by Jesus. How's that for a knockback? These are, these are human beings. These are men like us. How would that hurt? You know, at the Last Supper, Jesus says, uh, Jesus says, before the cock crows, you'll deny me three times. He says it to Peter. And Peter says, Jesus, even if I have to die, I will not deny you. And shortly after, the third time and Peter remembers Jesus said I was going to do that he denied him three times and we're told that after doing that he went away and he wept bitterly which kind of shows us his regret it shows us his uh, it shows us his remorse for what he'd just done so Peter took some knocks but he kept going. He kept getting up and he kept coming back. And as we've heard, he continued to outwork the work and the mission of Jesus to build the church. So be resilient. Don't give up when you get knocked down. Don't opt out when it's hard. If God has revealed a path for you, tell you what, there's no doubt it's going to be hard. 
Because we can't deny the fact there is an adversary who doesn't want you to fulfill what God has in your life. In Proverbs 18, verse 10, it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The name of our Lord Jesus is a strong tower. You know, there's only one person we need to go to. There's only one place we need to run to increase our resilience, to increase endurance, to find peace, to find rest, to find safety when nothing else is helping. There's only one place we need to go to get strength for our bounce back. There's only one place to go and that is back to God. That is back to the altar. Back to Jesus. The strong tower, amen? You know, life can be such a struggle uh, and at times even seemingly meaningless when we're straining to be something that we're not or we're straining to be someone we haven't been created to be. It can be a struggle when we're trying to make our own resolutions based on our earthly desires, based on how we wanna appear to other people, based on what we wanna pursue. But when the creator who made us You know, when the creator who gifted you with purpose, when the creator who strengthens you to your calling uh, is allowed to be the one who is leading you, is allowed to be the one who sets your direction, when he's allowed to be the one who determines your path, I I believe uh, that we'll find in life a sense of purpose, a sense of peace and joy. I believe that we'll find a, a fulfillment and a resilience that comes from that only comes from knowing uh, that we're walking within the will of God. This peace and this joy that comes from knowing that we're uh, fulfilling and bringing, fulfilling God's purpose and bringing glory to God in our lives through our obedience. So my encouragement as we set out for this year is to seek revelation. Make resolutions and be resilient. Ask God to reveal what He wants. Make a firm decision to follow. And stay close to Him so you're resilient throughout that path. So let's just pray as we close this morning. Let me get the worship team to come.